In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I call your attention to the words of our text, Proverbs 25, verses 2 through 10. Solomon writes, It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings to search things out. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so the heart of kings is unsearchable. Take away the dross from the silver, and the smith has material for a vessel. Take away the wicked from the presence of the king, and his throne will be established for righteousness. Do not put yourself forward in the king's presence, or stand in the place of the great, for it is better to be told, come up here, than to be put lower in the presence of a noble. What your eyes have seen do not hastily bring into court, for what will you do in the end when your neighbor puts you to shame? Argue your case with your neighbor himself, and do not reveal another's secret, lest he who hears you bring shame upon you, and your ill repute have no end. This is our text. As a child, I had opinions which I mistook for truth. My favorite example is that my mother once bought a new hat which gave her a fresh look. I thought and said that it was ugly, which embarrassed her considerably. But everyone else told her in my presence how beautiful it was. It was my turn to become embarrassed. And I realized I had to learn to submit to others' judgments. Our text today speaks to this very truth. That our view of experience is only partial. So let others judge. What binds together these Proverbs of Solomon? It is the fact that our view, our understanding, is only a piece of the whole. And others, notably the king, must be yielded to. You see, if we knew all things, we could do all things. There are things a blind person cannot do because he lacks the sight. He doesn't see and therefore doesn't know of many of the things necessary. And so a blind person cannot cross the street unaided because he cannot see obstacles and vehicles. And we cannot cross many barriers we encounter because we cannot see the things in the way. One of the things that we cannot see the Proverbs points out is the mind of the rulers in verse 3. And since we cannot read their minds, we cannot speak for them. We cannot anticipate what they're going to say or what they must do. Furthermore, they may be influenced by corrupt companions. And this too may cause decisions that catch us by surprise, for there may be other motives behind them of which we are not aware. 
Secondly, we do not know the qualities of others. We may know our own worth, but we cannot judge the worth of others. We may not even know others who have been invited. That's why the proverb says, don't put yourself forward. Someone nobler than you may have been invited. That's where our Lord Jesus gets his advice when he tells the Pharisees not to take the seats of honor lest someone more honorable than you turn out to be invited as well and you have to give place. Our text also says it is better to make peace alone than to drag the ruler into it. I learned this the hard way once when I had a dispute with my sister. She had something I thought was mine. I appealed to my mother who took it away from both of us, pointing out it belonged to yet another sibling in the family, and neither of us had the right to play with it. This is a thing that people don't even learn in their adult lives. I saw a story in the news the other day about someone who complained to the Detroit Police Department that his drug dealer was cheating him. So there's a lot of worldly wisdom in this advice to make peace with your enemy rather than drag him into court or talk about it to the ruler. This is where our Lord gets his teaching that it is better to make peace between your neighbor before it be brought to the king to decide. Now since we do not know all things, humility and deference are called for because our experience is only partial. We must recognize our limitations. We should defer to others who know better or have the responsibility. Let others judge. And that's why you should let others praise you and invite you forward rather than put yourself forward. How contrary this is to our American culture of self-promotion And yet we know that praise that comes unsolicited from others is worth much more than anything we could say on our own behalf. Our text further says to take the lead and be generous in making peace. Humility and deference are called for in our relationships with others. We are to seek the peace and pursue it. So if there's a dispute between you and another, don't be afraid to take the lead, to settle matters, to straighten out misunderstandings, to make good what is owed, etc., etc. And if you are owed, to invite the one in the wrong, to make peace, be forgiven, even if unasked. Well, we are to cherish relationships more than any material object or personal injury. Now, since this is true with human society, that our experience is only partial and we should let others judge, it is even more true in the kingdom of God. God's throne is established in righteousness, without corruption. 
If therefore we should yield to the ruler who may be influenced by corrupt companions, how much more should we yield to the holy God who sees all without influence of sin? And since God sees all, no one may boast before him or put himself forward before God. If our view is partial, we should always defer to the sight of the holy. We don't have to call God's attention to the good things that we have done. We can only pray that he will overlook the evil that we have done. And for this same reason, no one should accuse others before God. But rather make peace. Pray for peace and forgiveness. Extend the forgiveness that we hope for ourselves to those who have sinned against us. For their debt to us is far short of our debt to our Maker and Redeemer. And for the same reason, no one may compare himself to others. For only God is judge. We are lucky if we know ourselves. We cannot know others and therefore we have no basis for comparing ourselves to others in the sight of God. We have no basis for congratulating ourselves that we are less of a sinner or more of a saint than any of our neighbors, for we do not know their situation, their gifts. We are only accountable to God, and others are not accountable to us. In fact, only Christ fulfilled the kingdom of God. Only Christ fulfilled the things spoken of in our text. He is the one that taught that the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth and it shall make you free. I am the truth, the way and the life. Blessed are you, for unto you is revealed the secrets of the kingdom of God. He humbled himself. He humbled himself to the death of a criminal. Therefore, God has exalted him to the right hand of the Father, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He took the lowest place and was therefore invited by God to come to the highest place. Furthermore, he has come to make peace between God and all peoples by his cross. By his blood he has covered our sin. And think of what that means, that our shame is covered. It will not be revealed, it will not be proclaimed if we have received forgiveness and covering from Jesus. And now we are called to his work to continue his work in our world, to declare the peace of God to all who believe, to cover the shame of others, and urging others to give up sin and embrace God's favor. He is coming again. He is coming again as judge. Before he comes again to settle accounts and requite all who have ignored him, we should be spreading the good news of peace, letting people know of the year of God's favor, that they may come and receive forgiveness, that they may be washed in the blood of the Lamb, that they may have 
a peace of God that surpasses understanding our perception and our control is only partial therefore we defer to those who know more and see more to earthly rulers and especially to our heavenly father his son our Lord Jesus Christ has shown us the way making our eternal peace with God and inviting us to share that peace with others may God give us the humility and deference that show us to be members of his kingdom amen and may that peace of Christ that surpasses understanding keep your hearts and minds in the true faith unto life everlasting amen